Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Tuesday, February 27th. I'm Jonathan All. The death of a beloved administrator at Lincoln University in Jefferson City has sparked a national conversation about the black mental health crisis. Dr. Bonnie knew exactly what she was doing to get the change that she deserved for herself and for others in the future. It's just sad that she had to take her life for that change to come. Coming up on The Gateway, a check-in with students at Lincoln and how black professionals in Missouri are supporting one another. A person's first court appearance after being arrested is an important hearing. That's when the judge sets the terms for their release. But public defenders are usually not available until later in the process. As St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman reports, a new study looks at the impact of having an attorney at that first court date. Beginning in 2019, the Public Defender's Office in St. Louis County used funding from the MacArthur Foundation to pay for two attorneys to handle nothing but initial appearances. They focused their attention on nonviolent felonies. Researchers found that those with attorneys got lower bond amounts than those without. Those findings were especially true for black defendants. Beth Hubner is a criminologist at Arizona State University. She says people who spend fewer days in jail do better in the long run. We know if people are in the community, uh, they can be working, they can be attending substance abuse treatment if needed. Funding for the attorneys is available for another two years. I'm Rachel Lippman. St. Louis Public Radio. A statewide effort to get lead out of schools is underway in Missouri. Right now, school districts across the state are testing water sources for potential lead contamination. More than $27 million in federal funding is available to pay for the testing and remediation. Melissa May is the Healthy Drinking Water Unit Chief at Missouri's Department of Health and Senior Services. There is no known safe level of lead in the body, and we know that children are most susceptible to the effects of lead. So anything that we can do to reduce lead exposure is good for our kiddos. School districts have until the start of next school year to finish testing and announce results publicly. St. Louis Development Corporation and Mayor Tashara Jones presented their Economic Justice Action Plan during Monday's Reparations Committee meeting. Jones says the plan will help the city's economy grow in an equitable way. As St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports, some St. Louis residents appreciate the investments in black communities, but they still want cash payments as reparations. Michael Gregory has attended every Reparations Commission meeting since its inception. He says Mayor Jones's economic justice plan for communities of color is commendable. But as for reparations, Gregory wants the city to provide land and direct cash payments to black St. Louisans to repair the years of harm done to their communities. It's good for the whole city as a whole. And even though they target it into the north side or the west side, it still doesn't put the money into the pockets of the people to empower themselves. The Reparations Commission will present its harm report to Jones this summer. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. Washington University is replacing need-based federal loans with scholarships and grants. WashU has struggled to enroll students from diverse economic backgrounds. Students from families making less than $75,000 a year will graduate debt-free starting in the fall of 2024. Grace James, executive director of undergraduate admissions, says they're offering scholarships to students who until now couldn't afford tuition. We're part of a really small number of students or schools nationally that are able to do that. It feels so helpful to students and families 
to know that the financial aid they're receiving from us doesn't have to be paid back. Wash U is the only Missouri school to join the American Talent Initiative. STEM students can receive a cost-free degree and additional funding for continued education. Lincoln University students and alumni are still grieving the death of a beloved administrator. Antoinette Bonnie Candia Bailey died by suicide in January. The community response to Candia Bailey's death has brought awareness to the black mental health crisis and how black professionals in Missouri are supporting one another. Caitlin McElwain has the story. It's Founders Day at Lincoln University, and on this Founders Day, students and alumni have come from across the country to make specific demands of their university leadership. Heartbreaking. That's the word to use, heartbreaking. Mm. Fallon Ensley is the former president of Lincoln University's Student Government Association. She's a senior and wellness major. Disappointed in my university that they did not take care of an alum and also a faculty staff member that they begged to come back and work. Tyree Stovall is a senior journalism major and former Mr. Lincoln University. Her love for education was, was powerful, you know what I'm saying, but it killed her in the end because of the unfair treatment that she was facing and you know I'm saying how mentally ill she was and, they, and how they kind of put it on the back burner kind of. I've found that there are so many folks who love their work, especially people who are in compassionate work like education, like healthcare and others. Patrice Buckner-Jackson is a self-employed burnout recovery coach, and she teaches people to, in her words, pour out purpose without living with the consequences of burnout. Jackson worked in higher education leadership for more than 20 years, being a safe space for students' trauma and an open door for their concerns. But she hit a wall. And 20 years in, um, I drove to work one day. I could barely see for the tears in my eyes. I walked into my office pretending like everything was okay, like I always did, and I broke that day. Jackson, who's a Black woman, says she endured compassion fatigue, but also racial trauma. She remembers being on the phone with a parent, telling her that they didn't want their student living with a Black person. Bearing this kind of racism contributes to a phenomenon called weathering. A.T. Geronimus discovered in 2006 that, in comparison to white people, Black folks, especially Black women, are experiencing earlier deterioration of health. What's most staggering, though, is the relatively new discovery that the rates of death by suicide among Black women, like Candia Bailey, have more than doubled in the past couple of decades. It's very just unfortunate, all in all, that, you know, um, the leadership didn't necessarily do what it could to protect one of its own. DeAndre Thompson considers it part of his job to do something about these statistics. He helped start the Columbia Black Professional Society last year. He says he helped to organize the group because most institutions aren't built to support Black empowerment. So the Black Professional Society exists to help people build connections and become more aware of each other and of the places they can go to feel at home. Back at Lincoln University, the Board of Curators hosts an open session during its February 8th meeting. And Fallon Ensley, with a group of protesters, boldly confront them, holding up pictures of Dr. Candia Bailey, snapping their fingers as Ensley makes her demands. A quiet show of support and solidarity. 
Dr. Bonnie knew exactly what she was doing to get the change that she deserved for herself and for others in the future. It's just sad that she had to take her life for that change to come. And for all adults, all human beings of all races, take mental health seriously. The students plan to keep protesting at the Capitol with Lincoln University alumni this week. I'm Caitlin McElwain. That piece came to us from member station KBIA in Columbia. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. Today is the birthday of actress Mary Fran, born in St. Louis on this day in 1934. She's best known for her role as Joanna Loudon on the 1980s sitcom Newhart. So we'll go out today with a theme from that show, which was written by Henry Mancini, something I didn't know until this morning. I'm Jonathan All, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com.